If everybody could think like us, well, no. the world would be perfect. I don't think so. This is the small business podcast that is sweeter than all the rest. Marketing, media, and cupcakes. This is episode six of Marketing, Media, and Cupcakes. Hi, I'm John. I'm joined with my wife, Angel. Hey there. Do you deal with people? <laughs> do you do you work with people? I do on on a daily basis, all day long. And people I have found are are um, they're difficult, and and I try as much as I can not to deal with people sometimes. Well, that's probably why you work more in uh, media, in the sense that you know you're dealing with a. A screen and different things and humans, which is what I deal with all day long on the phone and through other, you know, between verbal and email and whatnot. I deal with them all the time. Yeah, because their customers are calling you up and they and they have problems. They don't call you up because, hey, everything's great. It's high. Uh, you screwed something up or something didn't get shipped and you're dealing with those things. Yes. I, I deal with that too. I have I have clients with my media production company. I'm a filmmaker, media consultant kind of guy. So I have clients who literally will call me up at, and I don't know why this happens, 8 o'clock on a weekend because they're entrepreneurs and they're like, Hi, hey John, I got this great idea, and I'm like, hey, you know what? That's great. Could you put that in an email for me, and so I could have it in writing, and and I forget everything, and then I've got other clients who are meticulous. I'm sure you have quite a, a, a wide range of people you deal with. As a matter of fact, I had two scenarios that are very similar to yours. One with we use Skype at work, and someone in another part of the part con- of the world part of the world is yeah very good way to put it part of the world sent me a note and said can you give me this information about this customer but didn't give me any other information i was like well can i have the account number and then they came back with like seven and they wanted specific and i said can you please put this in an email because this does not work well over Skype. Yeah. I mean, they wanted me to try to give them all this in. I was like, no, 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 no. We're not doing that. Yeah. And then the second one, similar to the email story, is this lovely girl, I can tell she's new, and she sent me a, a, a order. Then she sent me, oh, I have an addition to the order, but the second order didn't have any content on the Word document. It was blank. I said, hey, this is wrong. I need information. And then she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Here it is. And so clearly had a date. If everybody could think like us, the world would be perfect. I don't think so. But since they can't, (laughs) we're going to bring in a good friend of mine. Uh, Bill Harris, uh, he's also a colleague in the sense he's a journalist. He's been a news anchor at an NBC affiliate up in Toledo. He's an Emmy winner. And uh, he's a super all-around guy. And one of the things he does uh, he's part of this this cool assessment personality assessment program. It's part of a, com- a company called Lead Like Jesus, but he is a certified facilitator. So he, Bill, well, Bill, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Fine, just fine. Good to be with you, John and Angel. So, Bill, when people call you, it's it's almost like a marriage, isn't it? When you got people who work together and they work with clients, it, it it's a lot like a marriage, isn't it? It is because uh, you, the dynamics uh, between uh, or among each of you, and uh, you you have expectations of one another uh, that you want to have met. Sometimes those expectations are met, sometimes they're not, and and each one triggers reactions, just like a marriage. 
you have what's called a disk assessment. Now, I've, I've had these multiple times, and, um, and what's fun about what we're going to do today is both Angel and I have, have done our assessment. Uh, and we do work together because even though she has a cupcake uh, business on the side and she has a full-time job and I have my media production company, she does my, she does my business, uh, you know, like the financial stuff, the important stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we have to communicate all the time and talk about things. And, and we've been married now for almost four years. And so we're still trying to figure out, you know, I, I know she's figuring out how to read me still and I'm figuring out how to read her. So tell sure. me a little bit about the DISC assessment and what's unique about it and, and why you love working with people on this. Well, first of all, I love people. I really love people. And um, I think the DISC assessment is a program that helps you to even love them more because it teaches you basically how to understand people and understand where they're coming from. There's a uh, an old habit that most of us as human beings have is we, we look at other people and say, well, why can't you be like me? <laughs> exactly. Why can't you be like me? Okay. Yeah. How come your values and everything else are not like mine? Well, we're all wired differently. And the key is rather than trying to change people to be like me, Try to learn people where they're coming from and to appreciate them from where they are, their standpoint. And so the DISC assessment helps you to assess the personality profile of an individual or individuals so that you can appreciate them where they are and accept what they bring to the table along with what you bring to the table. In essence, Bill, how long have you been how long have you been doing this now? Uh, for about 20 years now, and recently, uh, the organization Lead Like Jesus that I'm facilita- uh, certified with uh, has gone um, to computerization with this program, which has added so many more dynamics. But I've been doing, yeah, roughly over about 20 years. Well, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you know, you're fine. I, I, was trying to, I was trying to give a nonverbal t- to Angel, I was going to ask you oh. have, have you ask a question about tell have some tell some stories. I thought you wanted me to tell a story, and I was so oh, confused, I, and I was like, "What?" You see, that's a classic a example right there. I'm trying to uh-huh. give, an, I'm trying to slide a note under the table while you were talking. It's like, "Hey, Angel, ask this question," and I wrote it how I understood it. Yeah, which was <laughs> tell, tell me, me a story. tell me some stories. So and I she thought he meant he wanted me to tell a story. And I want like, I wanted you to ask Bill. <laughs> hey, Bill, what? tell me a story. But well, Angel, it was, well. <laughs> I think we'll we see there dynamics there, right there. Yeah. Right there. Yeah, I think we need it, to leave that in there. So that's there that's a good yeah. that's, uh, that's how that works. Yeah, there are dynamics going between the two of you as husband and wife so, right there in front so of everybody. Bill, else. Yeah, so Bill, <laughs> tell me a story. A success story of how it how uh, how you maybe saw you went into a business or an organization and uh, there was tension. I mean, what was the word? Have you had one that was just like these, these this company was at their throats with each other and you came in and then when you left everything was Oh, Ooh, perfect. Not not anything quite that dramatic. Oh, but I we'll, can, we'll make I something can up then. We like we like <laughs> dramatic stories. <laughs> but I can tell you though, the the uh, the joy that I get out of doing it is that when I'm going through the presentation, and we're going through the uh, the description of various personality styles and the dynamics between personalities. You can see the aha moment come on people's faces when they say, aha, I get it. Or, aha, I know somebody that's just like that. Or, aha, you're talking about me. That's the way I am. And as people begin to see themselves, understand themselves better, and as they begin to understand the person they're either working with or the person that they are married to, a smile comes over their face and you can see that, yeah, they do get it and they're moving toward a greater understanding 
and a greater relationship. And that, that to me, means an awful lot. It really does. Bill, do you see this like in situations like Angel and myself? We we both have different we have different jobs, but yet we do work together with my business, and I work with her business. Uh, but you know, you get along great. You're married. You're, you're you're great. You got your family. But maybe the work part of that, there's maybe a little bit of frustration. Do you do you have you run into those situations where married couples and they think this is so great? We're such a great married couple. We could start a home business, and then they start the the, the business, and then the next. Thing you know there's sword fights in the living room or something that's right and there are some couples that have learned john that even though they're a loving couple at home and the like that they cannot work together because of the dynamics uh, in the workplace that are different and, and you'll see as we go through the uh, the disc reports the relationship and the uh the uh, personality reports that you have a natural style which you tend to be most of the time but you also have an adaptive style which you may change into uh, in the workplace which can be different than the way you are at home and once that adaptive style kicks in, there can be different expectations that a husband and wife may have of each other, and they can clash if they don't realize what's going on. So let, let's kind of get into this, and I know it's, it, it's a podcast, so you can't see. And actually, Bill, um, if people wanted, maybe they're at work uh, or they're listening to us on a, on a laptop, if they wanted to maybe Google real quick and, and, and maybe follow some of this, or what, what's the website they could go to to learn a little bit about what, uh, what we're about to go through here? Well, the, the workshop is called leadlikejesus.com. Leadlikejesus.com. And that mm -hmm. can go for either a church or a ministry, or it can also go just for a regular business. You have it kind of certainly can. Okay. There are two tracks that Lead Like Jesus runs on. One is a secular track, and that is called the classical disc. Mm -hmm. So you'll want to look for that on the website. The classical disc deals with um, those organizations that are not religiously based and the like, and just deal with uh, these personality matters from a strictly a secular standpoint. And the other side for churches and the like that want to invoke scripture and biblical principles and biblical values, there is called the classical disc. And the word disc, by the way, is spelled D-I-S-C because each of those letters um, form an acronym um, that basically uh, portrays four different personality types and variations of those four. And very quickly, uh, um, um, John, the D is for the dominant personality. Uh, it stands for the dominance, uh, that is, persons who place emphasis on accomplishing results and getting to the bottom line with confidence and the like. The I in that acronym is for the influencing personality. And in this regard, the person places emphasis on influencing or persuading other people uh, openness in relationships and the like. The S in that, that acronym is steadiness, the steadiness personality. And these persons uh, put emphasis on cooperating with others, on, on being sincere with others, and being very dependable. I call them the steady eddies of the world. Okay. And the last part of that acronym, the C, stands for conscientiousness. And there, there we're describing persons who place emphasis on quality and accuracy and competency. These are people who want to get it right. They're very detail-oriented. And among those four, you have variations because as you, as you take the assessment, John and Angel, you may find that you score high in more than just one of those four. You may be a blend 
of two sure. or three of those. So, so, so there's no right or wrong. You exactly. all, although you may find that a an entrepreneur is probably more of a of a D and an I, perhaps. And those in, are in, their, in, exactly in many this, cases they are. Mm -hmm. Well, this is kind of fun. So, Angel, and it didn't take long on the on this uh, on this. I know there's different types of tests, but the one we did uh, it only took a few minutes. So, Bill, get, take control of Angel and myself here. Tell me what we should do, and what you kind of walk us through, and you'll uh, get everybody gets to hear our uh, our problems and our uh, on our uh, strong points okay well the two of you follow me on your pages as well because I'm going to go I'm going to start off with page five on each one of your of your uh, personality uh, rather your uh, relationship reports right and let's let's go from John and then to um, uh, angel uh, John you came out as what is called an assessor and an, an assessor personality well like yourself you you scored and I rather than calling it a test I like to call it a survey because when you're when you're doing the assessment, there are no right or wrong answers. It's just your answers reflecting you. John, you came out as a high I or high in the influencing area and also a high C in the conscientious area. Those are your uh, that's a blend of your core personality okay. type or accessor. And it means that uh, in terms of emotional characteristics, you have a stronger desire to look for the good in others. And your goal is to win and to win with style. Ooh. And, uh, yeah. And, um, and, and in terms of how others are valued, you value them by the ability to trigger action and activities. And uh, you are a great in, in influencer type individual. Now, let's, before we go to Angels, I, let's go to page, um, on page six for each of you. It deals with your strengths. And, John, you know, I should have asked you ahead of time to maybe pick out two of those bullet items in well, terms of what resonates with you as your strengths. But it says you're, you're deadline savvy and able to juggle well, many the, issues simultaneously. Mm -hmm. The thing that I noticed, and I, it was interesting because I had never thought about this, it, it talked about you may get bogged down in details like a security blanket in high in a high-pressure climate. Mm -hmm. and, and it's so true because... <laughs> Uh, what will often happen is I may be on a large project or I'm trying to get something started. I'm a little bit overwhelmed. And the next thing I find myself doing is maybe I sidetrack myself and oh, I wonder how the SEO on my webpage is doing. And I start uh, fiddling yeah. around with SEO or, hey, I think I might want to rewire my uh, my workstation real quick. And it's just like <laughs> sometimes I just – and it and – it, I would argue to me it feels like it I'm relaxing or or just taking my mind off things and it's interesting that it it does it does feel like um I I do get into those details when I'm in under pressure I tend to like uh I I need to just you know spin my wheels a little bit I don't know but that that was a that was a great assessment there I definitely believe that Okay well l let's understand that when you're concerned about those details and the like, that if you look to your your wife's uh, output, she is um, she scores very nice and high in the area of C or the conscientiousness, and because of that, this is an area where Angel can bring you some balance, and um, in that regard. Because she can deal with detail a little better than you, there is a complementary area uh, mm -hmm. that I would suggest you look to. Where well, she's that's, a, go ahead. Well, I'd say that's and that's kind of what happened as I was doing, I was doing my finances before we met. I had you know a, a accounting system and so forth, and I had my checkbook and all that thing. And and she mm -hmm. would ask me, you know, well, how much money do you have in the business account? 
oh, you know, uh, somewhere between three and three and six hundred dollars or something like that. And, and and I could see her eyes rolling back in her head because she balances things down to the dime. And uh-huh. I'm like, it plus or minus a couple hundred bucks. I don't know. I got a check coming out here and a check. You know, you're not uh-huh. saying any. She's she, now she's being as in the she's being quiet and listening at the moment, <laughs> but she's laughing. Say okay. something. I mean, is this how how this was? One hundred percent. It took I think almost two years to him for him to finally hand it over and feel comfortable at doing that. Cause I don't think he wanted to burden me, but at the same time, you know, and some of the other assessments that are of John it's you know, maybe not wanting to give that up just yet. So I mm-hmm. was patient until he was finally ready. To she hand was it very over. good. <laughs> well, you see, you, there's a, there, there's a great balance there. John, you were high in the influencing personality, the I, and, and also C, which is the uh, conscientious, but you, but but uh, uh, Angel was higher in the C, the conscientiousness, than you are. And so here is where there's a good balance because when it comes to those detailed things, particularly if those kind of, if they're the kind of detailed things that frustrate you, she will do better in that than you will. On the other hand, if there's the need to come to a bottom line decision quickly, you, John, will be able to get there faster than she will because of her need for more detailed information before making that decision. She is very conscientious and wants to take the time to sift through all of the facts, all the information before arriving at that conclusion. And so in the long run, she will help you so that things won't slip through the cracks. But by the same token, uh, uh, Angel, John will help you get to the bottom line faster if there's a situation where the pressure, uh, the pressure dictates that you've got to make that bottom line decision right now before all the facts are in. And maybe there's just uh, scanty information in which to make that decision. Yeah. Does that make sense? Completely. And that I could, I can completely agree that that's how we read at our kitchen two years ago. And it was something that I had taken on myself in a smaller version several years prior to meeting John. And, and I literally couldn't even sit in the kitchen or look at the kitchen for probably a good month. I had to, I just basically would walk past it and go to the basement and cry. And then, um, John came in and it was just a conversation. And then it was like, well, do you think we could do this? And he's like, yeah. And, and I want, you know, I was like, well, we should look at this and we should look at this. And he's like, well, no. And, and it just kind of, it went from zero to hero so fast. And, Mm -hmm. and it just, but it was because of him. And I've always said, he gave me the strength and the permission to, you know, to do these things without having every single piece of data. Something we talked about last week, Bill, uh, in, in ref- reference to um, when we're dealing with customers, is mm-hmm. that there is a, a, a couple of books out talking about something called a, like a decision paralysis. When you give somebody too many choices, they just don't know what to do. They go into uh, analysis paralysis is what they do. <laughs> okay, there you go. And so, and, and so I guess this also, you know, it, this helps us as far as, you know, Angel and myself working together as, as a team with our businesses. Uh, but it also kind of helps us understand with clients because uh, I know I've sat down with clients and I see them staring at me like deer in the headlights. And I know, oh, I gave them too much information. Their mm-hmm, heads just mm-hmm. exploded. And so that probably explains what we're dealing with there. Is, is again, a, is that a C? Yes, that is a C. And what, what this uh, DISC assessment program does for you, John, is it teaches you how to observe human behavior and to determine quite quickly 
what personality profile that person that is before you, uh, what type of personality they, they likely have so that you know how to approach them and deal with them. And there might have been there might have been some clues that would have led you to conclude that that person you were dealing with was, in fact, a high C, a conscientious person, uh, a detail-oriented person, in which case you would have known to give them bullet point items rather than detailed information. And the reverse is also true had it been a uh, person that uh, just needs um, more detailed information. And, but that's one of the advantages of it. It helps you to assess the needs of that individual person, whether it's somebody you're married to, somebody you're working with, or some, a client or a customer that you're dealing with. Uh, they have different needs, and we have to learn to address people according to their needs. Uh, another thing, too, I wanted to mention on page eight of each of your assessments, I go through the do's and the don'ts. For instance, um, let me just mention this. Here is a list of things to do and to not do when communicating with Angel. John, this is key for you. Um, it says here, first of all, to do when communicating with Angel, do present your ideas and opinions in a non-threatening way. Do your homework because Angel's homework will already be done. I mean, she's a more detailed person. Oh, oh yeah. I know how that works. Yeah. And when you get down to the bottom, the don'ts with Angel, it says, Offer promise, uh, don't offer promises that you can't keep. Don't offer assurances and guarantees that you can't, that you can't fulfill. And so those are just some of the things to don't do. Now, Angel, let's, let's flip this over. Let's take a look, at the, a look at the things to do with John. These are the things to do. Uh, list pros and cons of the suggestions you make. Um, if you disagree with the direction, show your position in an organized presentation, which I'm sure you can do. And I prefer, ask, I prefer a PowerPoint, please. There you go. Okay. And ask for John's input regarding people and specific assignments. However, when communicating with John, don't do the following. Uh, don't be impersonal or judgmental. Uh, don't get in the habit of uh, manipulating ideas quickly or being dogmatic. And, and, and the bullet points go on and on. And they really give you guidance on how to deal with a person's needs based on their personal profile. Well, what I love actually is number four, which you should have hit on, which is whine all about the work you have to do. Because <laughs> one of the things you're not supposed to do with John, uh -huh. and I, I can agree with that. You are definitely don't whine about that. <laughs> We're talking with Bill Harris. He is a certified facilitator uh, with the DISC assessment, which is a, a person, a kind of a personality assessment program, which uh, Angel and I took, and and he's kind of walking us through a little bit of our assessment. We're we're probably not even going to get into all of this on our oh, first I'm show sure here. We're so, not. I can tell. So, <laughs> so we're already at time almost. So let's. Uh, so I want to I want to hit a couple of things and and hold you over so we can get into our next program uh, with episode seven. The other thing about this assessment, in a way, uh, I I can't highly recommend it enough. Uh, after spending I don't know ten or fifteen minutes putting our, this in uh we received a 46 page report within like two minutes so obviously it, it's it's a computerized thing but then mm -hmm. bill you walk you walk people through on how to really understand that and then yeah uh, so forth so you uh, so before we end this part of the this episode um and we'll, we'll get into this more in the next episode tell me real quick then uh obviously you could get the 46 pages and kind of read through it but it's really great when when you can come in and say, right. and, and walk us through. Tell us a little bit about that process. Well, you need to have a debriefing. Uh, once you go to the website and you complete the uh, form or the assessment, 
rather, within uh, 30 to 60 seconds, uh, well, I should say within 60 to 120 seconds or so, you're going to get a, um, a link that will come into your email so that you can click on that and get to your report and print it out. And uh, you should print it out in color because everything is color-coded. And then uh, I, get, um, I get a notification by way of email that you have completed your report. And then uh, I would probably call you the next day and we would set up a time to get together either in person or by phone, depending on the distance and so forth, so that uh, we can do the debriefing process and I can go through those 18 pages with you. Now, keep in mind, the assessment that you're doing online only takes about 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, as you said earlier, John, that it didn't take an awful long time. The paper version years ago took a lot longer. Um, but the uh, computerized version, um, you can answer those questions and and uh, get that report back within a minute or two. So, uh, Bill, how much does this how much does this cost? It, it it varies depending on whom you're dealing with. There's a baseline price uh, that that uh, is for the cost of using the uh, facilities of Lead Like Jesus, uh, plus the cost for the facilitator that is uh, that is walking you through all of this and doing that report and that's something that you want to negotiate with the facilitator as to what that cost will be over and above the baseline price of just doing it online itself so it's a uh, custom it's a custom build kind of a thing it, it like. really is we all know especially as small business people uh, when you lose an employee and have to rehire somebody because they got ticked off and walked off the job, uh, mm -hmm. there's a cost to that. So when you look at the investment in something like this that could maybe save an employee oh, yes. who feels frustrated that he can't sure. communicate or she or she can't communicate, um, I think, I mean, I, the cost is pretty uh, nominal for that. That's true because once the, uh, the manager of that company uh, gets a copy of that report that his employee has done, the assessment that his employee has done, it gives him or her a better understanding of that employee. And then when the manager and the employee sit down together to go over the report with the facilitator, there's an understanding there that can come about that may not otherwise have been able to been bridged. And so uh, a greater understanding comes about in terms of that manager now having a better understanding of how that employee is wired and the employee having a better understanding of how his or her manager is wired. And consensus can comes about out of that understanding, and it can save. You're right; it can save relationships, and it does. I've I've seen this; it does save. It does save relationships. Uh, well, Bill, I'm going to get you. We're going to get you back in on the, on our next episode here, real quick. And I want to ask you some questions. And I know Angel's got a bunch of them ready, because you know, working together, we, this is going to help us out. But sometimes we kind of roll blind into conversations with clients. People could show up you know, at your store and maybe are confrontational. And I'm hoping maybe you can give us some light on how to deal with maybe a dominant personality or somebody who's who's struggling with making decisions in our next episode. But real quick, tell me, how can people get in contact with you to get more information about this or a schedule, uh, schedule you know, uh, getting a disc assessment? Well, fine. I, I, would, I would simply uh, say the quickest way would be just a simple phone call. And if anybody has a pen and paper, they can just write it down, area code, 419, and the number is uh, my cell number, 340-2006. So again, that's 419-340-2006. And I can send them some information. There is a two-page two flyer that I think gives you a very good capsule summary, John, of what the DISC assessment is all about. And I could also couple that with uh, two and a half pages of frequently asked 
questions about Beautiful. the disk assessment. Okay. Well, and we'll put the, we'll get some of those and we'll link those all as well in our uh, podcast. So you can look for those below. So, Bill, we'll get you in here. We're going to talk some more. I'm very excited, and I, I I hope we can communicate better now. I think we do pretty good, though. I think we do pretty well. It's the other, it's the other people that drive me nuts. Uh, we'll, we'll it is. Well, so glad you're joining us. And again, if you like the podcast, we would love to have you uh, continue to tell other people about it. Subscribe. We're fairly new. Uh, but we just really believe as as we become small business owners and, we, and we're walking through this journey that uh, we want to encourage you. Your business can survive. And there's often those rocky days that you have starting off. We're still going through some of those. And I think everybody goes through those. But there, we wanted to make a podcast that encourages small business people uh, and and continue to uh, rock it. And if you're doing uh, cupcakes or media or whatever you're doing, uh, that this would be a great tool for you. So again, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at uh, Marketing Media and Cupcakes and continue to listen to our podcast. And we'll be back next week as we talk more about disc assessment. Connect with John and Angel via Facebook and Instagram and let us know your thoughts. Marketing Media and Cupcakes is a production of Ondo Media.